Welcome. You are now tuned into the Textually Active Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Textually Active, your weekly dose of conversations about navigating the digital age while dealing with friendships, relationships, and all the ships in between. I'm Rez, and I got Meezy with me. Gang. I got E on the boards. And we're joined by Dr. Battle. Hey, y'all. We know people. I know it's <laughs> two doctors in a row, so shout out to us. We know people in high places. We fire. <laughs> Welcome to Texas. Liddy, bro. Yeah. I know you feeling feeling real nice. Oh, I mean, good. so I'm just gonna get to it, bro. Okay. The whole, you know, this whole quarantine, this whole COVID. I've literally come over here, damn here every week and said, "Fuck this shit." I'm trying to be in these streets. <laughs> I'm out here. Ain't wearing no mask. Ain't wearing no gloves. And every week, Riz would come in and be like, "No, nah, I think people should stay in the house. I think people <laughs> no, no travel, no nothing." Then what happened? My sister, my big sister, now listen when I say a big sister, right. turned 40, and she told me that I needed to be there. So where's there? At her 40th birthday celebration. Which was where? In a different state. <laughs> oh. <laughs> see what, you see it be old people. Uh, it was, uh, we went to <laughs> Vegas, but we still... Quarantine, kind mm. of. We got an Airbnb. We didn't go to the strip. We didn't go to any casinos. The Airbnb had a pool. Um, we did outdoor nice. activities. So it wasn't like we were wilding out. Like we didn't have a house party. It was all all in this airport. And it was only eight people, and it was the same eight people that I've been seeing this whole time. All out here in these airports. I had on a mask. Out here in these airports, wilding. The airports are probably like less busy right now right. than normal. That just mean that airborne just lingering in that bad <laughs> Oh, my God. lingering. Greensboro was empty. That right. airport was empty. Charlotte was packed because they did the dumbest thing on American. We flew from Vegas and then had a layover in Charlotte and then flew to Greensboro. And it's like, why? Like, the flight was literally 20 minutes. So that was weird. Charlotte was the most packed airport. Even the airport in... Um, Vegas was pretty empty, so, and they make you wear a mask on the plane, but don't worry, I'm going home soon, and I'll be catching another flight, I'm not, I'm not about to sit down, <laughs> after my 14 days, guess what, after my 14 days of quarantining, yeah. I will be going home to see my family, and they get one little, little freedom, now she out here, I mean, it seems <laughs> as if, as if, uh, Racism eliminated COVID. Let's just let's just talk about it. It got it didn't eliminate it. But it, <laughs> it made us have to make some tough decisions. We switched we over. Some tough Gotta choose. Gotta choose, bro. But yeah, I'm glad. Did you have fun? I did. You had I did. Fun. I had a great time. I did feel guilty during the trip because it's like, dang, I'm out here enjoying myself and enjoying my life with all this chaos going on mm. in the world, and like midway through saturday i was like no that's not fair because you can't preach for people to protect their mental health and right. then be upset when they take a break from everything that's going on yeah. like how am i supposed to be strong through this if my mental is weak i can't fight for fight and advocate for other people if my mind isn't there personally so that's i took fire. it as a time to recharge refresh actually be around people because i spend a lot of my days during this quarantine by myself at home yeah on facetime with people so it was good kind of being face to face with somebody um i know i have eric but he's he's out in the streets he's working so mm -hmm. that was my tea that's fire that's my story <laughs> that's fire bro i can't even, i can't even hold you guilty for that bro thank you can't thank you. Hold you how you feeling though i'm out here bro you know what i'm saying Got a haircut? Nah, -uh. <laughs> got a haircut. Nah, -uh. bro. you you letting them waves marinate bro, right now? It's been a hard two 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 months, bro. I went to the, I got he showed me the mirror. I was like, bro, I don't even know who that is in there. <laughs> I don't know this guy, bro. I got a haircut, I bro. Can. New okay. glasses came in, so I can almost see a little bit. Damn, niggas can see. Hit the applause on that. Bro, that shit is thick, too, bro. <laughs> bro I'm looking through the, the old coat patterns, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, side note, just take care of yourselves, bro. Like, mm. don't let shit linger, bro. Be sure to go check that out early because I probably could have got this fixed before because I got, like, scarring of the cornea. It's wild. Mm. Some wildness going on. Things are crazy. But uh, other than that, you know, aside from me uh, on the verge of quitting my job, other than that, I'm good. We're going to get you there. You ain't going to have living. to work there much living. longer, bro. I'm thinking about getting fired next week. Shut the What's front the- door. <laughs> That I, I ain't gonna hold you though. Them unemployment. Hey, unemployment listen, checks? listen. They know, they they they're getting a little heavy. Getting I come fired. here next week and oh. say I told you so. Just know I already knew what the deal was. Some unemployment checks sound like this. <laughs> they just be throwing see, the money at you. See. They're like, "Oh, you don't have a job? Poor thing. Here." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need another one of them stimmies too, right. just for the low. Yo, right. they do need to drop another stimmy. Drop that, uh, drop that just, stimmy just for the low. A, we could do half oh. this time. Look at the country. Half. Did y'all get direct deposit, oh, or y'all got half, bro? We want a Virgil. I want my. You whole, want a Virgil? I want more than one Virgil. I want <laughs> about four Virgils, my G. Y'all got Three. checks or direct deposit? No, you know that. I got the direct deposit. My they really sent me a check like oh. a hard i'm like what is this i didn't want to look at it with donald trump's name on it that's why like bro. really okay so how are you feeling you good i know it's been a rough it's rough. been a lot i'm tired i'm tired before we jump into <laughs> you dr battle do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself yeah so um i am a new faculty at wake um in the sociology department so I just officially finished up my first year. I teach classes on criminology, sociology, um, social justice over there. Um, I'm from Jersey, did my PhD at Rutgers. Know y'all from the Northeast. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, that's my little blurb. What was the change like coming from Jersey to North Carolina? Man, you already know. But I love the South. Uh-huh. So I wanted to move to the South. Like when I was in grad school, I was like, oh, I hope I get a job down there. Because I like the pace. I'm more like even though I'm from the Northeast, where I'm from is real. Um, like they call it the Alabama of the Northeast. <laughs> <laughs> Jersey does have so, some country parts, though. Yeah. That sounds very problematic. Too. But it no, it, it's because it's very racist. Yeah. Um, like they have Confederate flags up there and I'm like, what? We're in New Jersey. Like y'all know this was not the side that y'all think y'all was fighting on, but, um, so yeah, I like the pace. The heat is different. I am getting a little accustomed to, you know, well into the nineties all the time in May, but it's cool down here and y'all are here. So it's lit. I'm coming up on my third year here in the South. Um, most people will tell you that Delaware is pretty country. So it is. for me, it wasn't like a huge change coming from right. Delaware to Winston-Salem. But um, so you mentioned that you do work with social justice. Yeah. So is that a class that wild, you teach? Wild yeah. times for you. Right. Yeah, it's wild. wild. It's wild. So it was actually my class. The only class that I was teaching in the spring was called um, social justice and the social sciences. Wow. Right. So with the students, I went through how social justice is incorporated, like in our discipline and sociology and other academic disciplines, like how they talk about it in theory, how they do research that social justice oriented, that type of stuff. So when all this popped off, my students were like, we need you. Yeah, we need you. We need a voice. Like we had actually made um, they had made T-shirts as one of the things that they did during the semester and one of my students actually had her t-shirt on when she was protesting the other day the shirt said blacktivism so it was nice for us to be able to like think about the things that we talked about in class and relate it to what's actually happening now that is dope i think that's the one of the best parts about being a teacher or teaching yep. somebody something is seeing them actually use the things that you taught them yep but i me myself just seeing everything that's going on in the climate of america um, and just looking back on the history in these past few months with everything going on, I have been sitting on the sidelines like, where can I help? Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, I am a black woman and I am affected by everything that's going on. And I do want to be a part of the change. So when I was thinking about this topic for the podcast, I was like, who would be the best person to come <laughs> in here? Because I have no idea mm-hmm. where to start, no idea what to do. Um, lately, I've just been reposting stuff that I yeah. see on social media just to bring awareness to it, which I don't feel like that's enough. And I feel like I'm being called to do more. So I just want you to walk us through what are the steps to be active in making a social change mm-hmm. that we need right now? 
I mean, there's so many different ways to be active. And one of the things that you're doing is using social media as a platform. And that really, like, since um, the Black Lives Matter hashtag popped off, social media has really become a place where people are doing social justice activism. And because that's where so much of our information is shared now, it's important that people are on there. Like, I've been on Twitter probably the past five days straight to the point that people are like girl i'm talking to you like can you hop off twitter real quick but it's important because there's so much information that the mainstream media is not disseminating that's being shared on social media um so that's an important site so anything from that simple thing that you can do in your home um even like making signs like if you can't protest the protesters need signs you can make signs you can buy water you can drop water off right. those types of things all the way to actually being involved in those direct protest actions so you mentioned social media being a tool right now last tuesday they called for a blackout yeah on social media and I yeah. I seen it. I didn't see it on Monday. I just seen everybody posting black squares on Tuesday. And I was pissed yeah. because I'm not I don't like watching the news. I feel like they pick and choose what they exactly. want to say. So a lot of the times I use social media, especially Twitter, to get the information that I need. So I personally felt like the blackout Tuesday was a waste of time because now instead of seeing information about stuff that's going on, I'm seeing black squares. Right. That's not helping me. Right. How did you feel about that? I mean, it was crazy. So I didn't hear about it on Monday either. I woke up on Tuesday like what's happening on my IG feed and then realized what it was. So there was several problems with it. First of all, people were hashtagging Black Lives Matter. Crazy that was part. a big problem because right. that's jamming up the algorithms for the stuff that's actually being shared about Black Lives Matter. And the organizers were like, please don't do this. Like, we're trying to disseminate information. Um, and then it, it gave people like a chance to be like, oh, I'm taking a time out from social media. Like, no, no, <laughs> like we need to be on social media right now. So on my page, I was like, cool. I posted my black square with information about where to donate to mutual aid funds. And then was like, okay, but also please keep engaging with social media. Like keep sharing the information, keep making posts. And if you're not, I think what they wanted people to do was not make posts about like doing yoga like irregular or, day. you know like what I'm saying? Selfie. Yeah. Your regular day. Um, but people just like checked out. But I, like, I watched it because you know I'm up at night, so I watched the change. The change happened very quick. Yeah, so that's what I do love that's about good, us yeah. and our people. It went from hey, we're about to do this blackout to they people it going, quick. "Yep, y'all not doing this right." To let's fix this. Right, and that message got across very quick. Yeah, because by the time I woke up, it was like nine o'clock, and I was seeing the messages about not using the hashtag Black Lives Matter. And making sure that you're st sharing information. It was actually a post that went around that said, step one, post your black square. Right. Step two, share information. Do not go absent. Like, right. this is a time for you to share the information that's not being shared. It's just to focus on these issues right now. So I like that part. I think I was just frustrated by the misuse of it yeah. in the beginning. But like you said, I mean, it's a part of it. And it was confusing because it was the same day that the music industry also said they were blacking out. So it yeah. was like confusing because they kind of said it first and then it happened. Yeah. And it was weird, which is a, one another thing that's just like wild. But part of this organizing stuff is that stuff is happening so quickly. quickly yeah. And it's like, you know, Black Lives Matter is a is a grassroots decentralized organization. Like there's no one leader. There are co-founders. So that's part of what we're seeing now. Like traditionally we're thinking of like the civil rights movement where it was malcolm x martin luther king and that was our leaders and what they said do like right. that's what everybody was going to jump on board with and this is kind of like you know more in different spaces different people are taking the lead which is really great in a lot of ways but also, people are still figuring it's out noisy yeah like, so you know you they're never figuring know it out who to listen to what to listen to what are we doing is right. this right mm -hmm. uh how many like i've seen so many uh organizations to donate to but then right. it's like side do donations you can cash out it's just like i yeah i'm confused yeah <laughs> so weird. organize as far as donations go organizers on the ground are really recommending a couple things first they're recommending bail funds bail funds are super important they help get people 
who are have like faced low level crimes that just can't afford to post like a $500 bond or a $1,000 bond, they bail them out. So we have one in Forsyth County. There's ones um, locally in North Carolina. And then we have like a national bailout fund and different places have them. So that's one place. And Minneapolis has one too. A lot of those places have been like, really overwhelmed with donations like drake is dropping like a hundred thousand at a time like mm-hmm. they're getting million dollars worth of virgil right in his virgil's match yeah. <laughs> hey but shout out the weekend the weekend dropped someone we can drop like about two mil i think wow wow yeah yeah, yeah. so these bells a lot of the bail funds like have more money than they can deal with right now so then the second place that people are telling that the organizers are saying donate is to mutual funds um excuse me mutual aid funds which is just like people on the ground doing like community like individual to individual like what do you need like we need to go shopping for you we need to help you get like a walker if you need it that type of stuff um so it's it's really moving away from the idea to donate to like the naacp like these big organizations Mm -hmm. it's really about getting stuff more localized that's good and you know exactly where it's going when you're right. sending it locally to your uh, bail fund and everything. Right. So we talked about social media and how you can be active with that. We mm-hmm. talked about how you can be active financially. Mm-hmm. Now, what if you want to lace up your boots and get outside? We need that too. Like, what does we, that need that like? we need the soldiers. We need the soldiers. You guys are on the front line when you go out yeah. there. And, you know, all the things that I've seen on social media with people protesting, you're not only facing the police front on you're facing people who may be against what you're protesting about because they're there too and you could be mixing with people who are just walking with you guys just for the cause but they're not really for you guys exactly so how do you get a lot of niggas out here a lot of niggas out here just out there taking pictures yeah just just taking pictures and it's all i mean it's always been that way and we can't get distracted by all that you know what i'm saying it's always going to be people that you got to look at sideways but Putting your body out there is one of the most like selfless things that you can do. And everybody can't do it, especially in during COVID. Like I'm one. There's a lot of people that can't afford to take that risk illness wise. Yeah. Like not let alone everything else that you face when you're out there. You know, like the protest here is several hundred people at a time. That's a lot of risk that you're exposing yourself to and especially we know that black people have like face more health complications due to COVID because of systematic racism so all that is um locked in but definitely if you feel compelled get out there like if you feel compelled get out there it's important that our physical presence is known these are our streets that's one of the things that we chant out there whose streets are streets we deserve to be making our faces and our bodies seen and and occupying space yeah and that's what like that's how change comes. People, you need to be disrupted. Like people's everyday lives, comforts need to be disrupted. So I've seen things, Mizi, you mentioned that a lot of people are out there taking pictures and like posting them to social media. Is mm-hmm. that a thing that you should be doing when you're protesting? So it really depends like what type of protest situation you're involved in. So here, you know, in Winston, it's not, it's staying really, you know what I'm saying? Peaceful. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. So I've been streaming on live on Facebook live while I'm out there. Mm-hmm. Um, when things get a little bit more dicey and there's more like, you know, law enforcement is not really feeling what's going on. And, you know, maybe things are happening that people could potentially get arrested for. That's when you really don't want to post on social media. And if you can, you don't even want to have your cell phone on you because they could track location with your cell phone unless you turn your data off Mm -hmm. um but like i posted a picture the other night you know um it was covered in winston-salem news that 52 our one of our local highways was closed down by protesters and i was out there and i posted a picture but i covered everyone's faces okay just in case anybody feels a way about it so yeah that's good. Are there certain things that you should wear or bring with you when you go out to protest? So I have raw blisters on my feet. Oh, my gosh. So you don't want to have the wrong shoes on. That's number one. You definitely want to make sure that you have, like, Band-Aids, the right socks, the right type of sneakers. You want a lot of water. Like, it gets hot out there you want snacks because sometimes like you can end up being out there five six hours and you didn't intend to be out there all day um like i bring nuts like stuff that's going to be quick protein um make sure you have a portable charger if you have your phone with you um and then 
depending on, like I said, what the situation is, then you might want to bring other and masks. Definitely make sure you have your mask. Well, especially during COVID. Make sure you have your mask. You need masks if you're out there. Um, but then if the situation is a little more dicey, then there's other things that you might want to bring to protect yourself in case tear gas starts getting used or things like that. So if you can get goggles, you don't want to have contacts in. If it's a potential of being tear gas, you want to have some type of um, water or something to clean your eyes out with. Um, you want to have somebody who's not at not protesting with you who's home in case you get detained that can come and get you so people are writing phone numbers on their arms to make sure that they have that information with them when they're going somewhere is there a way to be able to tell the difference between a peaceful protest versus something that's going to be a dicey situation because i've seen um calls to protest that just say peaceful protest at five come mm-hmm. out wear black bring a sign mm-hmm. and i'm like okay very vague um the virgo and me is screaming um <laughs> you're not really giving me much here yeah, yeah. like what kind of black um <laughs> do, do i bring my wig or do i leave it like you're you're giving me nothing i mean you a lot of them are saying we're all black today the one i was at today said we're all black i wore yellow in honor of brianna taylor's birthday it was her 27th birthday Shout today right yes. so i have my yellow on for her so you can wear whatever you want that's not that important to know whether it's peaceful or not you really got to see what was happening in the city at the other protests okay i mean just follow the news to see how law enforcement is responding to protesters in a particular area best way to predict what's going to happen in the future is what happened yesterday right right because at home, you know, in the tri-state area in Delaware and Philly and Jersey, they're having a different experience up yeah. there. I've seen riots in Delaware. I've seen they they done tore up Little Market Street yeah. in Delaware. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, we already don't have much, but people are angry. So I get it. So it in Philly, boy. Yeah, yeah. in situations like that, when the protests have been like that and the SWAT is, the SWAT is called, I would imagine those are the situations where you would want to bring the extra everything yeah protection and And turn off the data and do all those extra steps right right yeah yeah but i guess like you said um here in winston it's been pretty peaceful so far so you just gotta play it by city i mean i think it's in in winston one of the differences that i've seen here is that law enforcement is really like letting the protesters go where we want to go so it's like they're not being confrontational which a lot of these places that have turned you know gotten a little live that went left yeah is because they're being confronted in a whole different way by police officers it's not necessarily that the protesters are just turning up it's that law enforcement is setting that stage and then people are matching that energy yeah Yeah. provoking people like i seen a lady they trying to arrest a lady and they put the baton in her hand like it was hers like she had something to do with it right been wild they pushed this buffalo police pushed a 75 man 75 year old man down cracked his head open i seen that so my question with that was Two days prior, they were kneeling. The police exactly. were kneeling. In the a protest, same one that pushed this one was kneeling right. and then turned around two days later and pushed somebody down. Wow. So I wanted to take the time to say, you know, that's that's not a sign that you are right. for the cause, because two days later, you're pushing a man down and breaking his head open. And I see a lot of times people get so excited and um like praising cops for doing the bare minimum it's a distraction right it's a form of manipulation and it's a distraction right like those images the images of people um posting cops hugging children um giving protesters water protesting with them it's like what are you guys trying to say what's the message here because if you guys were all good the way you say that you are we wouldn't be here in this very moment like 50 states across the the country wouldn't be protesting and every continent right in everybody the in the world is protesting against you and guys and the wild shit is they're still doing this during the protest and on camera like how are you killing a 13 year old kid in new york during a protest about cops killing people like this does not make sense at all bro <laughs> like this is wild it's wild it's wild I think in the past, people seen images like that and they're like, okay, our point has been made. Let's go on ahead and, and pack it up, guys. We did what we needed to do. But this time, it feels different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with the change of everybody protesting against the world, with the images coming out of people like cussing out their family members. Yeah. Oh. 
I'm here heavy for the call is this you movement on Twitter right. online. Like right. you said this though, but racist you're saying don't this. racists don't deserve jobs. Yeah. Right. Period. Don't hide now because right. you, you, you said it. It was a post that came out with a girl from UD. And her stance on everything that was going on and how we need to just get over it. And every yep. time somebody dies, we're in an uproar. And my the one that I'm really tired of hearing is that white people get killed by the police more than we do. And then y'all should be protesting, too, because nobody should get killed by the police. Right. Why are the police, the police killing, killing anyone? People. The judge. So why are y'all not out here? And they're, and they're giving you your sentence, too. They're taking away right. the power of our rights. So it's just like where... I think we need to understand that it's not enough for cops to protest with us. No. It's not enough for them to kneel with us. It's not enough for them to hug our kids and kiss our babies. It's gonna, A change is going to come when people start actually implementing laws and taking some of the power from the police. Well, yeah, I mean, we part of the problem is a lot of people don't know or care that the original police were slave patrols. That's where the idea of law enforcement started. Law enforcement was always about controlling black people. This was not ever about law and order for everyone else. This was about let me make sure black people are not off the plantation. And that's how law enforcement in this country began. You can't reform something that was foundationally from the beginning racist. Mm. You cannot do that. There is no reform for that. It has to be completely dismantled. And we have to think about public safety and community outreach in a completely different way. Like it cannot be done this way. It can't. Exactly. So there is no room Fire. for a reform. You literally have to uproot it because it's, exactly. de- it's so, wild. so deeply rooted in the people that like, if you think about it, it wasn't really that long ago no. when they started it. So, no. and this is what they're talking about doing in Minneapolis now. So Minneapolis is saying, we're really considering dismantling our whole police department. This is where George Floyd got killed. This is where Philando Castile got killed. They're saying we cannot have this continue in this way. And that's what every place across this nation should be doing. We do not need people to think that they can they have every right to go out and brutalize people. Right. There's no other profession that if someone curses at you, you can arrest them. Right. There's no other profession where you can do that. It's no reason why I'm sure we all felt this in the room. And I'm so upset that Trina said this when she went on her platform. Hey, not us. That <laughs> she is not afraid to be pulled over by the police officer. And that's and what no. what kind of world do you live in where when you drive past a police officer and you weren't expecting to drive past it and you have to rethink in your head like am i doing everything right, right. did he see my black skin in this car right. like am i doing the speed limit and then like your heart drops when those lights come on right it's trauma like we've been traumatized for years behind the police yep. and it it needs to change yeah it needs to change so i'm at the point where i'm putting my boots on and I'm Let's out here. Let's go. I'm out here. Let's I'm go. marching. I've been working <laughs> out. Go. I'm strong. I can run. <laughs> Let's go. Um, I got air in my lungs and I've been to Vegas. I'm yep. good. I'm ready. <laughs> I don't got it. I'm just going to keep sharing. I, I, I'm out there for you, Donate, do Yeah, everybody me. don't have to do I, everything. Send, send right, the Virgil right, through. Yeah. You be <laughs> two Virgils? I drop it. I drop hit, the, it. <laughs> hit the bell phone with the Virgil. <laughs> we, we hit the two Virgils oh out here. Oh, my God. But I have a question. Like, yeah. some of the, like, I've been noticing online that we are, and I enjoy it, the call out thing, but I feel like a lot of this has been getting, uh, like, it's been a distraction. Like, mm-hmm. you find the guy, the white guy on mm-hmm. there, on your, on your Facebook that has the Trump, and then we mm-hmm. call him out, and it's a back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like, what are the, like, distractions we should probably, like, stay away I mean, from? I'm not arguing with anybody on social media at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm Thanks. calling people's jobs. And then that's what we're going to do from there. We're not going to go back and forth um, arguing about humanity, my humanity, y'all humanity. I'm not going to argue with people about that. So I have blocked multiple people in the last few days because and y'all know, like, it's funny. I don't even barely have people who would be problematic. But this idea of looting and rioting and all this stuff has really brought out other different opinions that I've really had to block a lot of people. So I'm not arguing. And if I see something racist, there is a couple people like my mom, for instance, can't be protesting, but I forward the information to my mom and she starts making phone calls. That's her, that's her role right yes, now. Mom. <laughs> that's her role. 
for somebody from my hometown, um, a white woman who posted something about darkies on her Facebook page. She worked at a local real estate agency. So my mom has already called down there. She was already fired by the time my mom called because so many people have been calling. Um, she's called the, the, the public works line, the city, um, in the town where they live because one of their employees yelled out something racist at my niece or excuse me, my little cousin while she was out protesting. So we're not doing that in 2020 Racists do not deserve jobs. I'm keep saying that <laughs> fire them, fire them all. Social media has been a huge eye opener for me specifically hey, for the people who aren't saying anything. Yeah. Like I know that I know I choose my friends of other races very, very well. Yeah. I'm looking at what you're doing before I even decide you, decide to bring you into my circle so i've noticed like some of the people that i do mess with that are of the other races they're doing their part yeah yeah <laughs> however i have seen a few of them the same one that want to be calling me hey girl what's right. up not doing what she's supposed to be doing right. <laughs> so you know in those times it's kind of like <laughs> you're right you have to block them and move on or speak up and encourage them to speak because I feel like silence during this time is dangerous. It I is. had a situation on Facebook <laughs> where uh, so I got kept trying to post like he's trying to have a conversation with me and I just kept deleting it. And yeah, he was like fam, you deleting it is proving my point. But I was like, bro, I got all day. I don't have shit to do today. I, I can just keep, keep deleting, deleting it. <laughs> I, right. I don't have to deal with this. You're wasting your yeah, time. Yeah, you're gonna get bored. You're gonna get sick of having to retype this. I don't have it for you. And mm -hmm. I'm also uh like you said, I'm also against. Hey, bro. If you said that shit, Drew Brees, you meant that shit. You meant it. I don't want to hear your apology the no. next day about how these niggas, uh, I had conversations and I realized, no. No, no. You said that and you knew that because that interview was during the time that it's going on. You said that, you meant it. And you're only sorry because you're facing the consequences exactly. that you should be rightfully you facing. You said right? that, you meant Because if nobody said shit to you, you would have no apology. There would be no apology. You'd be doing the same thing. Exactly. So you have to sit there. With what you said. Yeah, exactly. you said that. <laughs> and deal with Take your thoughts. Take a moment. <laughs> Take a moment. You just realize you said that, bro. Right. So the you same know way, it's going to be a headline. Right? right. The same way I'm looking at my friends on Facebook, because I feel like Facebook is just where people just get ignorant. They say whatever. Facebook is. <laughs> Facebook is that. <laughs> Facebook is the one. You posted something today, Meezy, where you said Instagram is the. Instagram is the peaceful pro uh, protest. Twitter is the, the riot. riot. And Facebook is just uh, looking from the outside. Like, what's going Facebook on? Facebook is everybody I went to high school with that is still racist. Right. And they were and racist. Racist. High school and they're still racist now and i'm like the crazy part is i haven't seen like a lot of the white people on I, I think i got rid of like, them early. I, I haven't seen a lot of them and it, i i no, that's I the one lot. thing i'm thankful for about that algorithm that yeah. algorithm lets you see the people you talk to the most mm -hmm. and interact with the most very thankful for that yeah, yeah. aside yeah. from the rest of that bullshit so the same way i'm watching facebook i've been checking my email seeing which businesses have to say what about what and right. how they're saying it first of all this is not a people of color problem no yeah, it's not yeah, yeah. if you have a problem with saying black i need you to go back to that email redraft it retype it up and let's get back to the they basics really do. Yeah. but i feel like this is a time for businesses to stand up too exactly. shout out to uh republic the uh, record label because they said they are getting rid of urban their urban department they're getting rid of the usage of the word urban right because it obviously just means black right, right. so they mm -hmm. said they're getting rid of that the subgenre and all of that in their business so that's fire i mm -hmm. appreciate that yeah i mean a lot of businesses are scared about what backlash they will face from white supremacists in this country and you got to draw a line like sometimes you all money ain't good money and it can't just be about you making the maximum amount of profits just because uh you want to do business with everybody. No, that's not how this is going to work. And if that's how you feel, then don't expect a black dollar. Yeah. Right. Don't do it. And uh, some of you blacks too. You yeah. wildin' like Jerry Lorenzo and the Fear of God t-shirt. They changed the Fear of God to a GF. But we know it's George Floyd. But if I just saw that sh that T-shirt like in nine years from now, and I don't know what happened, and I like just seen the T-shirt, I just think it's a cool, dope street brand T-shirt that has nothing to do with George Floyd. Floyd. So it's like, bro, some of y'all gotta watch out what y'all doing. Y'all think y'all helping is it just looks very self-serving. Yeah, right? right. I do think that it is a learning time, and it is a time for us to have conversations with black people too because like you said you've seen some people posting different 
things about rioting and looting and different mm-hmm. viewpoints. And there are segments of black people that have different opinions on everything. I think this is a time to come together mm-hmm. because these past few years we have been scattered. Everybody's here doing this. They want to do this. They want to do that. But if we all come together and express how we're feeling about everything, it's going to be better for everybody. That's like right. I need to be able to tell Trina Ma'am, right, sis, like, come on, come here, come here for a second. Let me tell they you why a you're wrong. Millions and then forget. I'm like, right. what are you talking about? Like, let's sit there. Sit the Day County Police, you're not scared right. of what they Florida? do. Florida, come on, Florida, what are you talking about? And we also got to be mindful, bro, just because everybody isn't saying anything to not like try to victim like use that against them because mm-hmm. like you as i saw you know they put out a statement afterwards but like hove has been like really on the front line jay-z's been doing a lot on the front line uh they even said kanye's been out here throwing all kinds of bread towards right. these donations you know he hadn't said nothing and we look at him crazy for what he said in the past so you know what i'm saying we can't just look at people because they're not being very vocal about right. it they i mean i think one of the problems the with the whole thing is we have like the idea of celebrity is stupid. Like, they're people. It's it's just, it's so stupid. Like, we shouldn't be putting people on a pedestal. Like, every they're going to be saying crazy stuff at some point. What they say, we don't need to just take that and run with it. Like, no. And they're out here doing wild stuff, too. So right. We just need to look at them as people, too. I just think, you know, as black people, we already have a lot of stuff against us. You don't need to be pointing out everybody's flaws during this time. Everybody is taking the stuff wrong. If somebody is posting a selfie smiling, don't shame them for (laughs) celebrating their birthday during this time. Everybody Mm -hmm. is not going to be sad, and that's okay. But we can't be so hard on each other. You know, Mm -hmm. you you have to teach your brother, your sister, your mother why they're wrong, how they're wrong, and teach them the way or at least have the discussion with them and don't expect them to feel the same way you right do. Yeah. yeah i was i was talking to my therapist yesterday and i think she thought i shout would out be... the therapy it, please <laughs> shout I out the therapy yes i think she thought i was gonna be sad I've kind of normalized a situation yeah. that, like, bro, this is happening. It's, it's one been of the happening. Yes, but it's mm-hmm. been happening. And then I was like, I was sitting on the couch the other day and I was like, damn, I wish outside would get normal. But then I was like, well, if outside got normal, then it would just be what has been happening. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, what yeah. do you say? Like, I want things to progress, but like, feel regular yeah yeah so it's what, wild it's, what does regular i don't even, even know feel like i don't anymore. even know what it is, it would look like i don't even think we going back to anything that we recognize from exactly before. bro at it's, this point we're it's not wild, bro. On, on two fronts on covid front and on this racial inequality yeah. and white supremacy and shit. with businesses too like right. we you guys showed your hand like we know that we can work from home now we know that this country has the money to fund people you guys yep. sent out money to everybody for nothing. all of a sudden y'all got unemployment for everybody what are we going to do about these real issues that we have and we have police forces that have millions of dollars worth of military grade gear and right. we Tanks, have bro. nurses and doctors in <laughs> trash bags in hospitals like, like why, this shit why do y'all really need crazy. a tank bro they what, don't. what do you ever bring out a tank it's, they're, <laughs> they're acting out a call of duty fantasy and it's really sick like it's people just are marching sick. literally in black jeans sneakers and a black t-shirt with a bandana around their face and maybe a rock in their pocket and you niggas is coming I out I got my crystal <laughs> right a rock a crystal you guys got tear gas uh, grenades shotguns ARs like bro what are y'all doing we is, we're people mm-hmm. it's just crazy this country mm-hmm. is crazy I I if you would have asked me what 2020 was gonna be like man listen I never would have thought it man 2020 but I'm as crazy as it is, I'm so like appreciative yeah. for Minneapolis getting this shit started. This Minneapolis shit said we, this is not gonna fly. It this is not great. gonna fly. They've been out there every day since last Tuesday. Yes. And they're facing really crazy situations out there. And places around, you know, around this country are facing crazy situations around the world, really. Um, so I'm appreciative because this is not like we're not stopping till we get justice right. and that's period on the end of that sentence. And we're not we're not. Everybody is out here. We're not the only it feels good to know that we're not the only ones fighting this fight too. Mm-hmm. Like it's 
it's people of all different races out there. Mm-hmm. Every time I see Steven Jackson talk, bro, I almost <laughs> cry. Every time. Because, like, Steven Jackson is just, like, the cool uncle you wish you had. You going to smoke weed with your uncle? But he's, like, the guy that's like, nah, bro, this shit is not right. Mm-hmm. And every time I see him talk, because him and George Floyd were, like, boys. Mm-hmm. Every time I see him talk, makes me want to cry. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why. Because mm-hmm. I feel like it could have been that could have been my uncle. Exactly. Bro. Like, that could have been the guy that I loved. You know what I'm saying? It every can. time. Every time. It's wild. And that's why black people are, I, I like to say, we're uprising. I don't like the riots. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like that language of riot. I like the language of uprising. And when, we're, when there are uprisings in a revolution, sometimes there's damage. And sometimes they're violent. And that's what the fuck it is. Because... <laughs> We are tired. tired. We are tired. I feel like the, I wish there was a better word for tired. Exhausted. Exhausted. I've like, been saying that every day when people ask me how I am. I say I'm exhausted. Yeah. Because it's so it's mentally draining to be in this state of stress constantly, constantly in stress. It's to the point where I didn't even realize I was stressed until I sat down with my girlfriends this week and we kind of had a conversation about how we felt about everything just being black women. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times I feel like most of everything that's going on around us falls back on black women. Like we have to be the support for our husbands. Mm-hmm. We have to be the support for our friends. Mm-hmm. We're expected to be the ones that step up and make a change mm-hmm. because we're, we're looked at as so strong and so motherly, even those of us who don't have children. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, sometimes I just want to take a deep breath and be like, <sighs> yeah, it's cool. I, yeah. I got it. But we still have to be strong. We have to be on the front lines making these changes and stuff. And it, it, it makes you exhausted. And what's so hurtful about that is that when we get killed, our voices or our names often just go missing. Exactly. Like Brianna Taylor's um, murderers are still employed and bro, walking go, around bro, free. And she, they murdered her 84 days ago. In and the house, they are free. Bro. She was asleep in her bed, asleep in her bed. And they came in in plain clothes. Plain clothes. Plain clothes. Wrong house. To the wrong house. The suspect but was already arrested. I want to point out about the wrong house thing. If it was the right house, why you, are you running in someone's house it. shooting yeah, mm-hmm. over nothing? Mm-hmm. No one should. I don't care what crime somebody committed. You don't deserve to get shot. You don't have. We don't have an automatic death penalty in this country. And it was another lady, another black woman. I think it was earlier this year she was in her house and the i think she got a call because her door was open uh, tatiana jefferson yes and the she c- was in there playing a video game with her nephew um some the door was cracked open because it was very hot a neighbor trying to be a good samaritan called the police to say like oh their door is open it's it's late at night not thinking the police were going to shoot into a house where they did not know where they were shooting and shot her dead in front of her nephew right her baby nephew Mm. It. I mean, it's 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 horrifying. Right. When that happened, I was sitting in my apartment like, Jesus, like if somebody called right now because they heard a bang or something in my apartment I could die. and the police. Exactly. And the police die. come. I could die. Yeah. I just right here. in this moment. Just right. Here. At any crazy. moment. And that's that's something that we have to walk around. <laughs> daily every day carrying on our shoulders are we a target today them damn americans love their guns don't they They do (laughs) they do but um let's go ahead and take a break on that note and we'll be back with our final thoughts all right so for our final thoughts um i just wanted to talk about what changes we want to see from all of this what changes we want to see from the protests what changes we want to see from um people donating money and from people you know just speaking out against this cause like what what changes do you want to see implemented in this country i mean i just i think the the biggest one that people stop dying at the hands of the police yeah. <laughs> like, like this is literally simple as that there's yeah. no in between i mean we can get to you know uh the equality but obviously simply People gotta start, start, yeah. People we, gotta stop dying at the hands of the police. We got a lot of things we need to yeah, do. Yeah, it's right. a lot. But while we're here on this issue, stop killing us. Right. Please. Period. <laughs> Please. Right. That's really all I got. That, that's the big one for me. Yeah. I mean, I think the short term stuff is we need justice for Breonna Taylor. We need 
We need justice for Tony McDade, a trans man in Florida who was killed by the police. Yes. We need justice for George Floyd. Those police officers being charged means nothing because we've seen police officers charged in the past and they over get and off. Over again. Everybody so gets charged. So we not off. stopping until there, we have justice for people, for victims of police violence and for victims of state sanctioned violence, which means more than just the police. That mm. means anything that's sanctioned by white supremacy and patriarchy in this country, like Ahmaud Arbery's killing, murdered by two white um, racists in Georgia while he was running. Yes. We need justice for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the, those are the first things. And then we really need to rethink how we police in this country. And I think that's like the long-term thing, but we need to de- defund police. De- like police departments need to be dismantled and we need to think about what public safety looks like in a way that's community facing and not about this law and order call of duty. Let me throw you on the ground and put you in jail. Right. And lock you up in front of your whole block. Right. So when you say dismantle, what do you mean? Like just take it all apart? Like are we just taking a- apart dismantle. our Legos and rebuilding it? Yep. Block because, by block. Like I said, you cannot reform something that was fundamentally racist from the beginning. Mm-hmm. It can't be reformed. And, you know, people like to say, like, there are good police. One of the people I love most in the world is a police officer. And that still does not change my feeling. I don't want no I don't want anyone to get hurt. Let me be clear about that. But I do not think that we should have a system that was built on brutalizing and oppressing black people allowed to continue in this country. I agree. It's been too many lives lost behind this stuff. Um, For my change, I, I... all of the above right all of the above stop killing us get y'all shit together with the police um and justice for everybody but outside of that like on the smallest of small no it's not that small it's pretty big stop letting white people call the cops on us for shit that doesn't matter cookouts like you are literally calling them because you know that when they come out they're probably going to get aggressive and shoot us because it's a white person calling the cops on us the wildest shit to me is they be scared of black people but think they have the power i don't understand <laughs> like how does that work i'm, I'm calling the cops like, how are you I'm, afraid I'm of something you think you're more superior than i'm calling the cops <laughs> and i'm telling them that it's an african-american man out here threatening my life That's right wild, and bro. she wanted exactly amy cooper who did that to christian cooper in central right. park wanted exactly what happened to george floyd to happen to him and that's she why did. she called and acted crazy like that and was on the phone crying as if somebody was really putting her life in danger right and she as she should have lost it all and keep it coming even the dog even the dog down to the dog dog, the dog didn't deserve was first though because you know racist mama you know they (laughs) care about dogs differently than they care about people but let's that's for a different show (laughs) y'all gonna gonna forgive drew Brees, forgive mike vick too right it's it's a lot of stuff that we we might have to come back and and touch on some things for this conversation because we didn't even get into the the homophobic part of black lives matter and that's something i really feel strongly about transphobic trans none of us are free until we all are free thank you so if we're saying black lives matter that means all black lives matter it includes everybody i can't pick and choose who them she he they i can't pick and choose just say oh all cis women matter all cis men matter no everybody nope so and we got so for you uh dominicans that don't want to be part of the movement too (laughs) sit down and shut up that's all i got just 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 sit over there it's cool you don't want it go over there smoke your hookah (laughs) not your hookah <laughs> um, so let's go ahead and jump into our baby maker of the week. Uh, you are now tuned in. To this you are now tuned in. in. Z, this week we have uh, Manilia. This song is called Love Crimes here on WMEZ. Textually Love crimes, 
That song was called Love Crimes. It's been added to your Baby Maker playlist. If you want to hear the Baby Maker playlist, be sure to go to your favorite streaming site, Tidal, Spotify, Apple Music, type in Textually Active Podcast. It should pop up. If it don't, you know, just DM us for the link and we'll get it right to you here on WMEZ. Textually Active. All right. And this is the part of the show where we pull our memes out for some comic relief, but. I mean, well, mine is kind of funny. Mine so. is too. Mine okay. is funny. All right, cool, 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 cool. All right, so we can laugh now. Everybody take a deep breath in. <sighs> Exhale. It's time to get silly. <laughs> so um, I've been reposting a lot of protesting signs that I've seen trying to get ideas for when I get out there. And uh, a funny one that I've seen this week is, oh, okay, because I thought an all lives matter ass bitch has something Thank to you. say. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a right. good one. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Right. I think I used this one on a show, but still gonna use it again. It says, uh, can you describe your poli- <laughs> politics in a meme? And it says, I'll serve crack before I serve this country. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Basically. So this is actually a, a sign that I seen out here. <laughs> a sign that I seen out here the other day. It said um, Trump is a, and then it said R A underscore I S T. So it could have been it could have been rapist, rapist. or racist. racist. Wow, <laughs> that's deep. That's good. Right. Um. Shit. Why y'all here? Send us some DMs of your favorite protesting signs. I want to see them. I like I like to look at them. Another one that I liked was when I turned eleven. I skipped. Or no, when, when I, I turned, turned eleven, I turned thirteen because I don't fuck with twelve or right. something like that. I that's was like, funny. yes, that's, that's great, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> but um, thank you for coming through, Britt. Thanks for having me, Doctor Battle. Thanks for having, thanks for coming, thanks for sharing your information with our listeners. We really appreciate you. They can hit. Listen, any listeners that want more information about how to get involved and their where they're at or how, where to make donations, definitely hit me on my social media pages. Okay. Let them know where they can find you. Yeah, where can they find you? Y'all can find me on Twitter um, at Doctor Underscore B Underscore Pearl. Um, that's probably the simplest place. Get at me there. Yeah. Okay. And we'll post it below too, so the people can find yeah. you. Um, thank you all for listening to this episode. We hope that we were able to give you guys some tips and just. Say something that gets you activated in this movement. Right. Stay strong, guys. Stay positive. Lace up them boots. Right. So hopefully for if you guys have kids, their kids can live in a better world. Right. Um, I can't say that I'm upset that we had to go through this to get to where we're going to be. But um, just stay strong. Yeah. Change is coming. Change going to come. Fuck 12, bro. If you think about it, though. We've been preparing for this like our whole life. Yeah. Like this isn't something new. Right. Like we okay. Fam, they went and found Obama. <laughs> <laughs> they got Obama off his jet seat. Hey, we need you. Come we in here. You, Bro, Zoom went and dropped a check for Obama. I wonder what well, how much do you think it is for Obama to do a walkthrough? Two million? Two? To get Obama to do a walkthrough? So I can't j- give him two Virgils? <laughs> Tell him Virgil. Zoom had that back in ready, boy. <laughs> All right, guys. In the meantime, in between time, keep up with us on our social media pages. We're on Twitter at Textually Act Pod. We're on Facebook at Textually Active Pod. And we're on Instagram at Textually Active Pod. We will be back next Tuesday. See you. Um, peace out. You too. Bye, y'all. Thank you for listening to the Textually Active Podcast. This podcast is a full-service production from the Open Media Lab. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod. Textually Active is a part of the Open Media Network.